Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Studios of WFN, this is Mike Zahn, Francesca on the fan on this Monday, the 4th day of November. Chilly day. We'll take you right up until the Giants and the Cowboys tonight at MetLife as uh, the other New York team uh, will try to see if it can do better. Uh, 4 o'clock, Beltron today. No Brody, uh, not speaking today, not doing any one-on-ones. We'll get into that a little later. But Beltron at four. We'll open it, though, with the plight of one of the other teams uh, in town. You know, going into yesterday's Dolphin game, I had said that this was a very important two-week period for the Jets and especially for their head coach because he needed to restore some form of sanity to the franchise. That's how far things had kind of slipped. And he really needed to just start to get some credibility back against a winless Dolphin team, against who your ineptitude is going to be measured. Because losing to them has, has without question, it brings up issues and brings up things you don't want brought up. So there are clearly conditions that are in play when you lose to that type of team. And then the Giants the next week, which I talked about how important that game was going to be because they were going to measure each other's ineptitude in terms of how badly they both have slipped by how they play against each other. But on the way there in step one, the Jets slipped to a level that is almost intolerable at the, at the present time. <clears throat> I tell you right now, I thought the Jets would win that game yesterday. And frankly, the game started out like they were going to win it. They came out. They went 12 plays. They scored a touchdown. Looked good doing it. Made a good throw for the touchdown. <clears throat> Mixed in the run and the pass. Dolphins win three and out. Jets got the ball back at the 37-yard line. Had a third and one at the Miami 32. Gave it to Bell. Got a first down. Except there was a penalty on the play. A hold. So the offensive line again reared his head. Play gets called back. They wind up again with a third and three on the 22. 
coaching comes in because they decide on our third and three, even though Bell got seven yards on the play before to pass the ball. Sam gets sacked back to 31. So you bring in the coaching there. Why they didn't run the ball with Bell doesn't make any sense. Sam gets sacked, decision-making on third down, back to the 31. And now pick and misses the 49-yard kicker rearing its head again. It's always the same thing with the Jets. Offensive line, kicker, corner. So instead of being 14 nothing, go back to the penalty, and penalties have killed this team. Instead of being 10 nothing, kicker has killed this team. They're 7 nothing. And now, within a couple of plays, the offensive line starts to rear its head because the Jets can't cover these receivers. They can't cover the tight end at all. Doesn't take Fitz long to realize, I can do whatever I want with the tight end. He picks up the blitz. You don't want to blitz Fitz a lot because the thing is, if you don't get him right away, he's going to find a hot guy. That's one thing he can do. He can find a weak link. He can find a matchup. Their matchups all over the place. They're big receivers against the terrible Jet corners. And the fact that the Jets can't cover Gusecki anywhere on the field. So before you know it, he's got a rhythm going, bink, bink, bink. And now it's 7-7. And before you know it, the Dolphins, who had not scored more than 20 points in a game except for one time, Scored 21 points in one quarter. 21 points on three consecutive drives and now lead the Jets 21-7. So that quickly, this thing went from the Jets maybe having a 14-0 lead, missing the kick and not having a 10-0 lead. A two-score lead there changes everything about that game. Everything. But as soon as they could completely cash it in, as soon as they could completely find any reason to chuck the game, they chucked it. And the rest of the game was a disaster. They don't score another touchdown. They're embarrassed all over the place. Fitz picks them apart. They can't cover anybody. They have a million penalties. I mean, you saw it. I don't need to reiterate each play. Sam makes that ridiculous play on the goal line when the touchdown is negated. And the Jets got screwed on a couple of calls there, too. There was a rough and a passer call, which was ridiculous. There was a... uh, Offensive pass interference, which was a terrible call. He was right to challenge it, except he's wrong to challenge it because if you challenge it, you're not getting it. You're going nowhere. They're not challenge. They're not letting you overturn anything. So why even bother? But he was right about the call. It was a terrible call. So they did get some screwed on some calls, but their penalties just continue, continue to kill this team. And It's the offensive line, always. It's the corners, always. It's the kicker, always. It's the coach, always. No adjustments, nothing. Next thing you know, bink, 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 game's over, Dolphins win. But there's so much more here because you're watching a complete deterioration of this franchise. You're watching complete dysfunction. And I would never, I mean, rarely would I ever say that a coach is, is, is actually a negative for being here. But I actually believe that with this coach right now. Because I think you, there has to be a functioning process with the team, and there's not here. They are completely without passion. There's no passion here. There's no adjustments here. There's no energy. The quarterback is regressing in front of everybody's eyes, making plays that get you benched. I mean, you can't 
you cannot resort to those give-up plays where you just say, ah, oh, heck it, I'm just going to flip the ball in the air and see what happens. That can't happen in the NFL. You can do that in high school. You can't do that in the NFL. And Sam has got to erase those plays from his game. Or he will not be a starting quarterback in this league. You cannot throw that ball up all over the field wherever you want and just say, I'm going to flip it up here and see what happens. He could have thrown that ball out of bounds. He could have turned the ball up and run it. You cannot make that throw. You cannot. That's a give-up play. You can't have these give-up plays, so his habits are getting worse. Then you have a coach who, if you listen to him, he's completely dismissed everything, and he's completely, completely shut off from everything. Oh, well, I don't know what went on during the week. I didn't hear anything about that. No one came to me with this. I didn't talk to this player. I didn't think it was important to talk to this player. Your job as a head coach, especially of a new franchise that is troubled, and you're a first-year coach, is to be aware of everything, is to be acutely communicative, to be, in, be there, to understand that you're trying to change a culture, not to be completely dismissive and be completely dysfunctional in every way. When asked about what went on during the week, well, I don't know. No one came to me with that, so I don't know if that's really true. I don't know if that really happened. I don't know if we really did this. I don't know if this player feels the way. I didn't really feel I needed to talk to him. Huh? That's your job to talk to players. That's your job to make sure that everybody's on the same page. And the other thing is you see there is no culture or climate to play in. There is no direction There is no game plan. There are no adjustments. And the most precious piece of it is the quarterback, and he's going completely backwards. You've got to stop the bleeding here. Either he has to stop the bleeding himself, or he's going to bleed out real quick. Because this is completely dysfunctional. This is not a football team. This is a disgrace. You go down there and lose to a team that doesn't even want to win. But if you're going to give it to them, they'll take it. And maybe some of them like beating Gage yesterday because he acted like a jerk when he left there. So they probably did. Some of them anyway. I don't know how many. They got their own set of problems. But there is nothing here that, that in any way, in any way signals to you that they are moving in the right direction. Everything signals they're moving in the wrong direction. And that's when you think about, as an owner, if you can think that I have to do something, that this is actually that dysfunctional. This is not working And that's where they are right now. And you want to let it see if it can get worse against the Giants? It can. It can get more embarrassing. They can go out there and quit against the Giants next week. And the Giants, who might, who knows what they'll do tonight, because I don't know if the Giants, I mean, until I see the Giants actually play a full game, I, I have no faith in them either, because something's always completely wrong with them too. So I don't, I never see them play 60 minutes of football in any way. So I, I have no expectations for them. 
But the point is, they are at least playing ahead of what we saw yesterday and what we've seen the last couple of weeks or what we saw against New England or what we saw when Sam was out. It was that there was a lack of intensity, a lack of commitment to even putting forth an effort. I actually wonder how hard this this coach is trying because I cannot believe he's actually this inept. And nothing is rubbing off on anybody. Yes, you know what we did? We accomplished. We got Adams to say the right things yesterday after the game. So he was chastened. I almost like the other Adams better. Because I felt that was just an Adams who didn't want to rock the boat yesterday. But it's not about him. It's not about him. This right now is about ownership, about the general manager who cannot, despite the fact that he looks like he wants to just wash his hands of it and act like he has nothing to do with any of this, and my job starts when the season ends. You know what? That's not true. You were here early enough to improve certain areas of this team, and you came into the season, and you knew you were dead at kicker, and it's killed you. You knew you were bad on the offensive line, and it has killed you. You knew you were bad at the corners, and it has killed you. And you have taken this quarterback when he's been healthy or whatever we think he is. I don't know how healthy he really is, but right down the drain. And now we hear today that Bell's hurting. I was wondering why Bell yesterday never broke a tackle. You know, I'm saying, you know, this guy's better than this. Why isn't he breaking any tackles? Maybe he was hurt yesterday. No, because I don't think he had a run longer than like seven yards yesterday. And I figured to get a couple of big runs in there. And some of the stuff is just so embarrassing that you can hear it in, in the uh, voices a long time. Jet fans, I happened to hear Ira. I drove my son to basketball practice last night, and, and when I got in the car, I heard Ira. And he was just... Ira, who is the most optimistic guy in the history of mankind, almost comically optimistic, was like... I just, don't, I just want the season to be over. So you have actually taken the joy out of a fan who is limitless in his uh, patience with the franchise. <laughs> limitless. You long for the days of bowls right now. Long for them. Team never, ever played like this. And, you know, it's always easy to just scream your head off about get rid of somebody. It doesn't take any, it doesn't take any uh, intelligence. It doesn't take any sharpness. It doesn't take anything to just say, I'll get rid of them. But there are times where you've got to stop the bleeding. And right now is one of those times where they are just bleeding. Something has to change. There's no way to operate this way. It is completely, completely dysfunctional. And when you see teams that are like this, something big happens. Now, maybe you wait and see what happens this week. But 
if they come out and play with the same lack of direction and lack of intensity and with the same issues that we see week after week, 16 weeks is just too long of this. 16 games of this is just intolerable. Something's got to give back after this. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.